0: Up on today's episode of the Allon Exchange, all things financial health. That's what we're going to talk about. What actually is financial health and how do you ensure that you are financially healthy? That and much more coming up on today's show.
1: And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I am your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with the owners of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. And I have the privilege of sitting down with the dynamic duo every week and learning a thing or two or three about financial planning, preparing for retirement. In fact, that is what... They do at Allon Planning Partners. They specialize in financial planning and helping you get a hold of your financial future, kind of that one stop turnkey location for all your financial planning needs. And you can get in touch with Brittany, Jay, and the wonderful team at Allon by calling 800 971 4549. Again, that's 800 971 4549. Brittany Jay, how was your week? How's the weekend going so far? We are doing great. We just got back actually from an
0: incredible time away with our kids and um, celebrated a birthday that we had here in our family. A Jay big birthday, turned forty. Yes, Yay! <laughs> now we can run for so, president. Uh, still,
2: that's right.
0: <laughs> well. Five years ago, he got 35, but yes, he could. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had a great time. It was refreshing. And I mean, that's kind of what got us thinking about this topic of uh, financial health and wanting to talk about this today. Because I mean, it's summer. Everybody's, you know, got kind of some travel on their minds. Everybody's headed somewhere. Typically in the summer, a Mm -hmm. lot of people just like to travel. And we're thinking about we're thinking about maybe our mental health. We're thinking about uh, you know health in some of these other areas. Getting outside, maybe some physical health, right? Mm-hmm. Getting active and being outside, whether it's lake or uh, beach, you know, pool, swimming, wh- whatever the activity could be. And you know, just as we're thinking about health in all these other areas, it's really important to not forget the financial health. Aspect. That's an area that is so often overlooked in households because, yeah. because, well, honestly, it probably feels like, oh, that's not much fun. I don't want to do that. It's much more fun to yeah. think about going and walking the beach at night and getting some extra exercise or, right? But, there is so, so many benefits. There are so many benefits to ensuring you are in a place of financial health within your household that it just, it just has such lasting effects and impact, um, not just on your finances, but it impacts your mental status as well and frees up some mental space when you take care of some of those.
2: And can you believe we're halfway through the year 2023? I cannot believe that. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, And so we really thought, well, this is a great time to look back and see how those new year's resolutions are coming along, right? A lot of times people focus on health and wealth and, you know, uh, financial fitness and Um, physical physical fitness and and uh everything else around the first of the year. And we're setting new year's resolutions. Well, we're halfway through the year. How have we done? Um, And that's really kind of where we want to start today. And we want to talk about, well, what is this uh, financial health that we're talking about and why is it important to all of us?
1: That makes total sense to me. I mean, so, so breaking it down. uh, So specifically, what is it, what is financial health and why is it so important for folks?
2: Well, we start pretty simple and basic when it comes to financial health. We want to take, you know, your blood pressure first to make sure, you know, we, we kept the anxiety down from what the year is is cost so far. Um, and so the the financial health that we want to talk about to begin is really indicating whether you are ready to pay for your lifestyle, like paying for things now and later, whether you expect uh, an expense or not. Mm-hmm. So right. do you have a good emergency fund? Uh, is your budget in line? You know, do you are, do you what have are good s- spending uh, habits? Yeah, liquidity mm-hmm. and expenditures, uh, or readiness to pay for expenditures of things now and to come. Um, so we really want to take a, a measure of that. Because if we don't, that's going to cause stress levels to rise, right?
0: One of the aspects of financial health that we really want to spend some time walking through today uh, and how to assess if you are financially healthy or not, mm-hmm. one of those questions that we want to ask is, does thinking about your finances, does that cause you stress? Does that cause you you know, anxiety. worry or anxiety? Mm-hmm. Does that bring that about? And if it does, then we may need to take a, a, a bit, of a better look under the hood and see what's really going on. Now, sometimes there really are financial uh, matters that need to be adjusted or corrected. And then sometimes it may be... uh, a mental battle, mm-hmm. right? To where things are in order, or things are taken care of, but, but there's, they don't feel that way. Yeah, because maybe there's this fear button that's getting pushed mm-hmm. or something. And so we have to process that internally or mentally. So there's two different outcomes there. But but either way, if thinking about your finances causes you stress, then there's probably a, a level to some extent of financial unhealth. And mm-hmm. that's what we want to uncover. Because you can't resolve something unless you realize it's there. So we want to uncover that and then begin to to work towards to work toward
2: solutions, right? Solutions yeah. that will bring you financial health. So if you are stressed out about what's going on with your income and your expenses and things like this, and even thinking through your savings and uh, your 401ks, your IRAs, things like this are causing you anxiety, well that's a good indicator that we should take a deeper dive Mm -hmm. and deeper look at what's going on. So we help people every day, all day, you know, that come in here that maybe their finances are exactly where they need them to be. And maybe they're in a wreck of a place, right? Right. Maybe they're in a place to where they don't know how they're going to pay the bills that they've racked up. Right. And so we have to make sure that no matter where you fall on that scale, that you, um, come to a place of financial health and security, where you have a plan in place that is going to make sure um, that you can pay for your lifestyle expenses, uh, and things like this, and that your investments and that you are investing for the future. Because what we all want to do one day is to have a little bit more financial security, right? And have a yeah. little bit more peace of mind when it's coming. Well, to our finances. the
0: truth is, we're all working towards something. Mm-hmm. We're all, when it comes to our finances and our time, we are all working towards something and whether you realize it or not, you are. <laughs> and so it's, it's really just naming that and saying, Hey, this is what I'm working towards and ensuring you have a complete plan in place to help you get there most efficiently, most effectively. And, uh, you know, maybe the path of least resistance where, where you're going about it in a, in a way to remove necessary, unnecessary roadblocks, because mm-hmm. We see a lot of people walk through their financial life and hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And mm-hmm. a lot of times those roadblocks are just due to lack of planning, right? Yeah. If there's proper planning done and some of these, these questions um, are answered, then you would avoid some of the pain. So kind of like how we always talk about, you're either going t- towards obtaining pleasure or you're of av- wanting to avoid pain mm-hmm. and we want to help you avoid pain play- a pain and get to where you want to be. Well, that
1: that makes a lot of sense to me and my first reaction was well, I feel like who who isn't stressed and overwhelmed mm-hmm. about their finances but I know that that doesn't need to be the case having done the show for sure w- with you guys yeah. for as long as I have it doesn't have to, you don't have to To live that way in fear or overwhelmed or being anxious about your finances. So that correlation that that you've discussed on the show before between financial health and uh, physical and mental health definitely Mm -hmm. expands even more from there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that's what we want to get across today is that. If you are listening today and you are in the midst of this, maybe financial struggle or turmoil within your own life, it's okay that you feel anxious or that you feel these certain emotions or that you are struggling. But the truth is you don't have to stay there. You can move forward and move ahead out of that place. You just have to have a plan of attack to be able to do that. And that's where we come in. So Mm -hmm. there is so much of a correlation between physical health and financial health. This is something else that within our industry, we don't believe is really talked about enough. And they they really do impact mm-hmm. one another pretty drastically because money is emotional. That's right. And money impacts our mental and physical health. I mean, just think about it when you have financial stress in your mm-hmm. life, when you're worried about not being able to pay a bill or make a payment mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever the case may be, provide food for the next week? Or, you know, am I going to get the promotion to, to pay for that added expense I have? When you when you're worrying like that, you have sleepless nights, maybe you're when I'm worried, my stomach hurts, <laughs> it yes. knots up, right? Yeah. And then I get really tense, I feel my whole body gets tense, and then it makes my neck hurt. And then I have headaches. And it's just kind of like this cyclical thing, one thing impacts another impacts another impacts another somehow you've got to break that cycle between what's happening in your life financially impacting you physically and then the physical ramifications causing more financial strain because there's doctor visits or you can't Mm -hmm. work or you can't do your job well so your pace cut you see how it can be this cycle yeah you have to determine to break that cycle
2: and there are some check engine light warning signs that you want to look for um if financial Conversations are causing you stress to the position to where you are physically, like Brittany said, in a knot in your stomach, uh, that you are having insomnia, you can't sleep, you're anxious, you may have migraines, your immune system's compromised, things, you know, that can go on down the list from there. There are check engine light warning signals that will come on. Uh, around this uh, concept of finances and being able to handle the debt load that you have, being able to handle the lifestyle that you've created, um, we we need to make sure that we're paying attention to those check engine lights. And so if you're feeling any of that today, if you're listening to this and you're, you're saying, yeah, that's exactly me, I have anxiety when it comes to looking at my, IRA statements or 401k statement, or I have anxiety when I think about how am I going to pay this bill or that bill, or how am I going to continue this lifestyle in retirement when I'm no longer making an income? These are the type of conversations that we want to have with you one on one. So we would love to invite you to call in, and we do offer every week a certain number of folks, about 10 folks a week, that we will put on our schedule and have a free consultation. Uh, It's a complimentary consultation to where we are just getting to hear your situation. We want to hear where what's making what's making you anxious, what's making you stay up at night, and not be able to eat or whatever it may be uh, when it comes to your finances. How can we put a plan together? to make you have better security when it comes to financial decisions. So so we would love for you to call in and connect with us so that we can put a plan together to where we can take care of some of these warning signs that you're feeling so that you do not have to have the stress that you have today.
1: And the lines are open. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Forty-nine to schedule that sit down with Jay Hagee, Brittany Hagee, and the wonderful team at Alon Planning, all at no cost or obligation. Again, that's 800-971-4549 and online, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N-Planning.com, and you can schedule from the website. Guys, we're going to take a short break, but what is coming up? when we return
2: when we come back we're going to talk through how to know if you actually are financially healthy as we're talking about number one and secondly what are some ways that i can get financially healthy how can i fix this problem of being stressed out over my finances
1: Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, the owners of Alon Planning Partners. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and I am your consumer advocate. In studio with me, as always, are Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. And you might have seen the Dynamic Duo on TV <laughs> because they grace the TV screen every week on mm-hmm. ABC Channel 9, Sundays at 11 a.m., And 5 p.m. and in the Knoxville area on ABC at 11.35 p.m. Also, their YouTube channel, their website, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Jay and Brittany have so many different resources that they make available to folks so that you can learn about your options and make a financial plan that's based on your goals, your situation, your circumstances, and Jay and Brittany are kind enough to help you create that plan, sit down one-on-two, I guess, uh, with Jay Hagee and Brittany Hagee and the wonderful team at Allon Planning and create a plan or review your existing plan. All you have to do to take advantage of that is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800 971 45, 49, and that's kind of what we're discussing on the show today. Coming in and having a plan reviewed is maybe could be seen as getting your yearly checkup at the doctor. That's right. That's right. right. Getting your financial
0: house in order, getting your your annual review, annual checkup, just like you do with your physical physician, right? So, and... Before we get into a few uh, questions or a few ways to really assess your level of financial health, I want to give you some information. Some information that will kind of—I don't see if you resonate with it.
2: But I'll let you know that you're not alone. That's right. This way, yeah, Yeah.
0: because sixty percent of Americans are anxious about their personal finances. That is. A really high number. Yeah,
2: a recent survey.
0: 60% of Americans are dealing with that anxiety, and nearly 50% of US employees suffer from financial stress. Oh, wow. So, and that, yeah, this is where that cycle continues where. I talked about how, you know, you're feeling, you're feeling stressed about your finances. Therefore, your performance at work is impacted. Therefore, your finances are further impacted, you know, where, again, that cycle occurs. Mm -hmm. And four out of five employers say that their employees' financial issues are impacting their job performance. So there's the statistical proof to show the mental strain that that is occurring because of our finances is impacting our work. That's right? right.
2: Yeah, so if you feel stressed about your finances, you're not alone. It's not something that you're facing by yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest uh realizations that's going to help you to begin with is a lot of folks feel this way. Majority of Americans, finances are, are very personal. Yeah. Like we don't always go out there and just share with everybody, hey, I'm in debt up to my eyeballs. And they <laughs> you know, hey, I, you know, the Michael Scott thing, right? I declare bankruptcy. I declare- like we don't know. Yeah. We don't absolutely go out and share all of our personal information. So we internalize this a lot of times and that causes this internal anxiety stress and it builds and builds. But I think you have to realize you're not alone. Money is emotional though. Our finances are emotional. If we can go ahead and understand, okay, I'm not alone in this battle I'm not the only one out there feeling this way but how can I change uh, my trajectory to where I know that I am not going to have to feel this way anymore?
0: well and maybe it's not a maybe it's not an anxiety or fear about am I going to have enough maybe mm-hmm. it's more centered around I've saved and I've prepared and I, I have enough where I'm making my bills I'm making right. the income but am I making the most of what I have am I invested right. properly am I doing well with, with, what with what I, I have. have. Yeah, am I growing appropriately or growing adequately what I have? So it, it's really on both ends of the spectrum. No matter where you are when it comes to income and save all of that, anxiety is anxiety and it it can impact us all no matter what our bank accounts or investment account say 58% of us investors said that the performance of their investments directly affects their mental health.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Almost 60%. So again, this isn't just, Oh, I can't make this month's bills. We're talking about what's going on in the market. How is, how is, how is the economic cycle we're in Yeah, impacting Mm -hmm. my savings and my future, my Mm -hmm. retirement, right? Oh my gosh. That's the kind of thing that keeps people up at night that trickle down want to help you prevent
1: effect must be so profound in people's lives if you happen if you check your investments you know while you're at work one day you just check maybe your stocks or something like that and you see Mm -hmm. them plummeting i mean yeah that fear begets fear it feels like and that could just really send you into a tailspin
0: right and that, that often happens so Let's transition from that. We, we understand we all have felt that at some extent in our lives, right? Whether it's currently or, you know, one end of the spectrum or the other, we've all experienced some level of financial anxiety or stress. So first of all, how do we assess that level of financial of health and what are some things we can do to improve our financial health, to be able to release some of that anxiety and to deal with mm-hmm. some of those concerns that we have? So some of the things that we can do to know if we're financially healthy or not, or how, how do we analyze our financial health? But here's some questions we want you to answer. Do you, first of all, I mean, this is very core, very basic, but do you live within your means? Are you spending wisely? Are you spending more than you make? Are you saving adequately for your, for your future? Mm-hmm. Are you putting money away consistently for your future?
2: And so that's red flag. Number one, if you are spending more than you're making, we have to change that. Okay. <laughs> because you're never going to have financial peace. You're never going to have financial stability. If you, more money is always going out than what's coming in. Right? Uh, we have to, we have to change that trajectory, number one. So if you're taking a, an analysis, if you're taking a physical exam uh, for financials, like what is my state of the union here? One, do I live within my means? You have to be able to answer yes to that question or you're going to have major anxiety and stress okay so we want to help you get to a place to where you can answer yes to that question and hopefully a lot of you already do answer yes to that question Mm -hmm. um the second question you want to ask yourself is am i managing my debt well um am i or am i avoiding excessive Excessive. uh, yeah like borrowing
0: excessively yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's big because to some extent i know many if not all americans have some level of debt right maybe Mm. your mortgage or something but any type of consumer debt Oh man, we encourage you to uh, completely avoid that credit card debt, revolving credit card that's debt, right. anything like that. Run from the hills.
2: <laughs> yeah, debt's not always unavoidable, and as there's actually you know good debt and bad debt, and that's another show in and of itself. But um, and controversial. We're not saying that that's you can't be in time. debt. We're saying is it excessive are you managing your debt loads well? Are
0: you paying it down? Are you working towards Are you
2: towards running mm-hmm. to get out of debt as yeah. much as possible? Yeah. That's what we're talking about.
0: That's right. So that's the second thing uh, concerning our debt. The third thing, what about an emergency fund? Again, we talked about at the beginning of the show, financial health is, is your readiness to pay for things both now and in the future, whether expected or unexpected. So do you have an emergency fund that you could pull from if, if you needed? Uh, the fourth question, Have you set financial goals? Are you actively working towards those financial goals? Now, those goals may look like paying down debt. Those goals may look like saving for a child's wedding or maybe a child's college fund. It may look like setting funds aside for your grandkids. Uh, may look like retirement, right? And putting funds Mm -hmm. away for, it could be a number of different things. But whatever your financial goals are, have you written them down? have you clearly defined those goals and do you have a path charted to help you get there how are you actively working towards
1: those goals mm-hmm. okay so this this assessment i'm kind of just answering as we we go and the emer- the emergency fund piece is mm-hmm. i know that that we've discussed the different uh you know em- uses for that emergency fund should this, this should be in addition to the money that you're saving for your, for your future or independent. Okay.
0: Totally separate. It should be
2: totally independent. I mean, your emergency funds are just that if I have a thousand dollar emergency Am I able to handle it, okay. right? Um, if something goes out on my car, if uh, you know the AC gets broken down in my house, and you know, no, too many people in the South here want to live without air conditioning. In the South. So <laughs> true, um, so true. Am I able to pay for it no, without going you. into credit card debt or going into other some other?
0: Or debt. without having to draw down my investments when I might be in a down market cycle where my accounts are down and then I'm having to draw from those in a very inopportune time, which maximizes your losses. That's why we talk about an emergency fund so frequently, because it it really uh, prevents you from having to draw down on your investment accounts at really inopportune times, not just in the market cycle, but too early as far as your age to where you have to pay penalties on top of everything else. So that's that's an important piece.
2: So we do utilize these six questions to kind of analyze someone's financial health as of right now. If you are answering no to any one of these six questions, you need to address that, right? Um, So that's where we step in and help you address that. So we wanna go through real quick. Here's the six questions. Do you live within your means? Are you managing your debt well? Do you have an emergency fund? Have you set financial goals and and are actively working towards those goals? Are you saving for the future? Are you protecting what matters? Those are the six questions. If you had to answer no to any one of those six, well, you may want to stick around to the next segment because we're going to give you some answers and some ways that you can invest in yourself now so that you can answer yes to all those questions and bring you to a place of financial health and financial peace.
1: And the number to call to set up a time to sit down with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon Planning Partners To get your own financial checkup with the professional financial planning team at Allon at no cost or obligation is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And we have folks from the team standing by to get you scheduled. You can also head over to Allon.com. Planning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And schedule directly from the website if you prefer. Again, that's Allonplanning.com. We're going to take a quick break, but I know that we have more in store on the other side. Do you guys want to give us a sneak peek? Now that we've assessed our
0: individual levels of financial health, we're going to dive into some things that we can actually do to improve our financial health. So we're gonna put our thoughts into action. We're gonna take action in the next segment. And we're gonna talk about how to make some improvements to our current scenarios.
1: We are back on the Allon Exchange with Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee, the owners of Allon Planning Partners, If you have any questions at all about your financial plan, about your financial future and building that plan, the team at Allon Planning Partners has you covered. In fact, Brittany and Jay are kind enough to set aside a few slots on their calendar every week for listeners of the program so you can come in, sit down, and have that financial checkup, have that plan created if you don't have a plan in place or have your plan reviewed at no cost or obligation. And all you have to do to set that up is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And one of the things that Brittany and Jay say often is that you don't have To go it alone, which is a very comforting thought to me. And just having folks that have your back that can guide you through a process that can be very tedious and overwhelming and stressful, you can tag in Brittany and Jay Hagee, and they can help walk you through this process. Again, the number is 800 971 4549 And we've been kind of tackling some ways to assess whether or not you are financially healthy, and we're going to dive into some solutions and ways that you can maybe improve your overall financial wellness.
0: Yeah, so we've acknowledged the problem. We've acknowledged that... We've got to determine, are we financially healthy or not? We've acknowledged that all of us at some level have experienced some anxiety over our financial situation. Uh, And now we've got to determine what do we do with that, right? Where do we go from here? We talk all the time about, it's not just knowledge that equals power, but it's knowledge plus action that is really, truly powerful, When you actually take the knowledge and the understanding you learn and you put it to work and you actually Mm -hmm. do something about it, that's what produces a different result. That's what produces uh, the, the difference. You, I'm sure everybody's heard the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting different results. We want to break out of that cycle as well. That's we want right. to not live in that, but actually take some of this knowledge that we're learning, that we're offering today, and let's put some action behind it to make a change in our lives. So here are some really practical things that, that you can do to improve or invest in your financial health to begin to make mm-hmm. a change with that.
2: So we're going to tackle these one at a time. Um, so the first one would be invest in your financial education. Invest in yourself. Uh, before, we, we, Brittany says it just a minute ago, knowledge and action together are power. Mm-hmm. Are power. It's powerful. Um, but you have to start with the knowledge. You have to know you where yeah. you're at where you want to be, and how to get there. Yep. Um, so invest in financial education. That's where you know we come in as fiduciary advisors. We have a team of independent fiduciary advisors here that meet with uh, everyone that walks in the, these doors and educates them. Our mm-hmm. goal is to if you never become a client of Alon Planning Partners, we at least want you to leave with more knowledge than you walked into. Yeah, with. learning more something understanding. new. That's right. Yeah. And so our job is to educate you to show you you do not have to stay where you're at, whether that's I'm nervous about my retirement accounts and I, you know, I'm seeing all the volatility in the economics. You know, how are you positioned? How are you allocated? here are your options for allocation, mm-hmm. right? You know, in walking you down those paths, or if it's, man, I, I'm in a place with debt, I've gotten myself overextended in debt. Well, how do we effectively get out of that debt uh, quicker Um, than what you may be able to do without understanding how. So you want to invest in your financial education, whether that's through our YouTube channels or whether it's through um, our TV show or or here on the radio show, but you're already listening to a financial show. So hopefully this is you. We're speaking to you. You're investing in your education. You're
0: taking time to learn. Yeah,
2: and we want you to continue that because before you can make any steps on the journey to get into a financial healthy position, you have to be educated on how.
0: Yeah, these next few steps are very basic. Again, we're we're not we're not talking crazy uh, crazy examples here of things you need to to go do and upend your entire life to have some but the financial health. Eating
2: one bite at a time. it's That's step it. by step. You That's know, it. um, so it's step by step by step that builds onto your financial foundation that puts you in a place of financial security. Just like you probably, if you've ever been in a place of financial stress in your life, like a real financial stress, it didn't come from one decision. Right. It was a lot of small decisions over and over and over again that put you in that place. That makes total sense. Same with getting in a healthy place. That's right. Uh, We have to take small steps one day at a time, Mm -hmm. one step at a time to get you in a healthy spot.
0: Yeah. And a couple of these we're just going to hit very, very briefly. One is a spending plan. So not a budget, but a spending plan. Tell your money where you want it to go. You, yeah, you get to choose. <laughs> you get to choose where that hard-earned mm-hmm. money goes. But but know that. Know where it's going to go before you even get it. Have, a, have a, a, a use for it and tell it where to go. Otherwise, it's going to go and you're going to wonder where it went. So Fulfill a purpose with that in your spending plan, what you want to do with those funds, okay? So create that so you know your income and you know your outflow. The next one, again, very, very basic, but it's so important. Make sure you're maintaining a low debt-to-income ratio. Mm -hmm. Basically, by that, we just mean don't overextend yourself and go into debt. Avoid all debt, especially unnecessary consumer debt. Run from it. Don't take on any additional debt. All those will free interest for two years or for 18 months and you have no ability to to pay whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, just say no. We live in a culture that says you need more, 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 more we don't need more. That is not the truth. So be okay with breaking that and acknowledging I don't need more. I can be content where I am while still working towards more. It doesn't mean what you I can't want. ever get Correct. more, but you work towards it. It's a delayed gratification. So keep a low debt to income ratio. Okay. The next one, here's the bulk of what, what we want to focus on here. This is the, the, uh, one of the big steps to having and experiencing financial health. You have to really name your goals. Put put words behind your goals. Don't just dream and think, right? But actually write these goals down. These financial goals. What do I? What do, Where do I want to be in ten years? Where do I want to be in twenty years? Or where? Where do I want to be at the point of retirement? What do I want my retirement to look like? Setting these really uh, tangible and clearly defined goals and then establishing a plan with a professional like like us this is where we come in to help you achieve those goals to chart a course in a, as a way to get there this is a really big part of establishing financial health. This is where you've you've hit some of the, the the main things about your spending plan and you're not uh you know overextending yourself. You're not living with crazy high debt levels, but you've worked on some of those things. It's time to really plan. Plan for retirement, looking at taxes both now and in the future, planning ahead for some some big purchases that you may want to make, or again, what retirement will look like, actually naming those goals and then. Working a plan to get there through investments, through minimizing taxes, through income strategies with pensions or social security or your personal retirement savings, ensuring that you're maximizing what you have. Those are huge. Huge, huge, huge.
2: Absolutely. And I want to break down just for a minute five pieces of what you should be planning for. You should be planning for your future in retirement. So you should have an investment strategy. You should have an investment plan. You should know how your funds are positioned, meaning how you're allocated in the market, how much exposure you have to the stock market, the bond market, uh, real estate, you know, uh, cash, how much you should have on hand at all times, commodities, how does gold and silver and oil play into your portfolio. You should have an investment strategy. We help with all five of these pieces, but I'm gonna break them down. You should also have a tax strategy. You should know, how much you're going to pay in taxes this year, next year, and going forward as much as possible so that we can put a plan together to minimize your tax burden. Right.
0: And listen, when you take the time and energy and intentionality to get your financial house in order, that comes with some serious benefits. Mm-hmm. I mean, some serious benefits that you can mm-hmm. enjoy. You can have peace of mind. You can have ease and you're not dealing with this consistent stress and turmoil. When the market cycles change, you're not living in this drama and trauma of what's coming or what's happening next. But the most exciting piece to me about seeing people uh, come to a place of financial health, this is something that Jay and I, I absolutely love, is the ability to to give and to live and and to be Mm -hmm. outrageously generous. There is so much joy and there is so much fun in being able to do that. When you get to a place to where you are financially free and you can pour into the lives of others, whether it be your children or maybe it's extended family, or maybe it's a stranger, it could be anyone. It could be maybe a mission or an organization that you really believe in and you want to support. I mean, it's, it is wonderful to be able to join forces and to give of what you have to be able to further the mission or someone else's life to benefit Mm -hmm. someone else's life, living outside of yourself. This is what we talk about so much when we, we define purpose, finding your purpose and how money can be a, a tool or money is a tool. And it can be something that you can use to it's beyond us, right? We can use it to do things that are far beyond us. And that is one of the incredible benefits of living financially healthy is being
1: able to be outrageously generous. And to the next 10 callers, Brittany and Jay are offering that no cost, no obligation consultation. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800 800- 971-4549 and become an active part of your financial planning journey and find that joy that Brittany just spoke about, enjoying financial freedom, all through that complimentary consultation with the team at Allon Planning Partners. The phone lines are open. And again, that number is 800-971-4549. And you can schedule online at allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Guys, we're going to take our final break. The show flew by yet again, Uh, but you know what time it is when we get back.
2: When we get back, we get to answer questions that we've been receiving this week. We look forward to it.
1: Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee of Alon Planning Partners. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with Brittany and Jay, as I am every weekend, and I learn so much just from tackling different topics on the show. And Brittany and Jay are kind enough to dedicate a segment every show to either common questions or questions that they've encountered when they sit down with folks every single day, because that's what they do all day, every day, is sit down with folks and help them with their financial planning questions, their financial planning needs. And if you have your own questions for Brittany, Jay, and the team at Alon Planning Partners, And you would like to sit down face-to-face for that no-cost, no-obligation, comprehensive consultation. That's a lot of – that was kind of an alliteration. Comprehensive. (laughs) A lot of Cs. (laughs) Consultation. All you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549 as we have a few slots available For this week and uh, Brittany, I'm going to hand it off to you because I know that you have you sat down with a few people this week and I wanted to see what the highlights were.
0: Yeah. One question that we faced this week that I thought would be good to bring up on this week's show, uh, it was a family who had actually lost track of some of their investment accounts or retirement accounts. It was like a 401k from a previous employer. They switched jobs and had just forgotten about the old 401k that was just sitting there, right? so. I know in this day and time a lot of people change jobs a lot more frequently than they used to. So this is becoming more of a common problem. Uh, misplacing or not being able to find uh, find some of those accounts. So obviously the first place to start if you are, if you know you you don't have access to or don't remember where they are, your old 401ks or 403Bs, things like that. Obviously the first place to start would be to go back to your old employer and and uh, find out the custodian of those funds. The HR department should be able to give you some directive as to where those are. Let's say the company's been disbanded or uh, something like that. Uh, do all you can to find an old statement, any bit of old information at all in your records and you can you can usually do a bit of research through a website if you have a, a you know even a URL for a, a company or something like that. But beyond that, a lot of times, uh, you know, you're still stuck and you're not able to locate locate that. You can actually check the Office of Unclaimed Funds within your state. It's usually a part of the state comptroller. So you can use this particular website to actually log in and go through and locate missing, sometimes maybe like missing pensions or um, you know unpaid wages or unclaimed insurance money, maybe old tax refunds. Any type of monies like that. This is just a good resource to check. So it's www.usa.gov forward slash unclaimed money. So usa.gov forward slash unclaimed hyphen money. And from there, you can kind of dig through and uh, search a few different fields, put in a few bits of basic information, and just do a basic search. So at least that gives you kind of a beginning point to to check on some unclaimed or missing funds or accounts you might have it.
1: It happens more frequently than you think so. Well, that actually I was kind of Started to go to that website just a second ago, and I thought, Wait, I can wait to do this until after the show because that's very interesting that there is a resource like that. And I didn't know that until right now, so I'm gonna take advantage of that myself and send that over to my sister after the show. Uh, but a few other yeah, questions, that's a great tool, right? Uh, a few other questions, uh, that we have, uh, if you don't have a retirement plan through an employer, what is the best way you can save money and kind of lower that tax bill?
2: Yeah, well, there's uh, quite a few ways that you can uh, do both of those things. If you actually are self-employed, you can do what's called a SEP IRA or a self-employed pension plan. Uh, And you can actually put away quite a bit of your uh, take home money, it's Mm up to 25% uh, up to a certain limit of what you bring home. Um, So you can put away a lot if you are self employed, uh, relative to your income. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, you can uh, have a traditional IRA, which, uh, there are different thresholds on that. So if you are under 50, it's $6,500 that you can put away, uh, every year and defer your taxes on that. Uh, or if you're over 50, it's $7,500 you can put away, uh, per year and and defer taxes on that. So there are a few other ways to that, that you can still put away money. Um, for retirement, even if you do not have an employee sponsored plan, but that's just a few to name those. So those are very specific. Everybody uh, has different availabilities to them. And so we would love to sit down and and chat with you more uh, about what your specific situation is so that we could give you advice directed toward you.
0: Yeah. And that's part of the way that we recommend certain strategies is based on the specifics of your situation. What, what's your income look like? How much do you have saved already? What types of accounts do you already have established? Uh, You know, these types of things uh, make a difference in the options you have available to you. In in particular, Mm -hmm. one we didn't mention would be like a Roth IRA, right? If you could contribute to a Roth or not, there's income threshold limits to that. So those answers really help us in determining the best tools for saving and preparing for
1: your future for us to be able to recommend to you. The number to call with questions for Brittany and Jay Hagee. Is 800 971 4549 The next question kind of is in the same uh vein as what we've been discussing on the show today about financial health and wellness. And for somebody who has a an account that is got about the same amount in it as it did in 2020, despite continual contributions how can you tell if your account or portfolio is underperforming given that it's about the same as it was a few years ago
0: yeah that's a tough place to be um I think a lot of people find themselves in that position now Where their accounts seem static for the last couple of years. We actually had Mm -hmm. um, someone come to us recently and say, hey, I've been contributing to this account for, you know, the last year and my account has not gone up at all. And I've put thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. and it's showing less than when I started a year ago. So I get that
2: 401k. Yeah,
0: Yeah, 401k. Right. And I get that can be a really frustrating place to be sure yeah
2: and you know there is a lot of fluctuation the last couple years in the market you know uh 2022 we lost uh, 12 or 20 percent we were in a bear market for a while we have gained a lot back in the first half of this year um there's been major swings in the market and depending on how you're allocated is going to determine what outcome that you receive So what you want to do is make sure that you have a plan for the longevity of of your finances. So not just looking at month to month or even this year versus last year, but look at a 10-year plan. Look at a five-year plan. You know, we can back it down all the way, but investing is for the long term. And so you want to make sure that you're not getting um, frustrated in a short-term volatility cycle, but that over time you are consistent in how you're investing and that your funds will grow over time consistently. So the only way to really tell how your funds are performing, if they're performing well or not, is to have us do an analysis on those. And so if you are in a place, and that's part of the comprehensive consultation that we offer, if you have a 401k, an IRA, a Roth, anything like this that is being managed right now and you want to know, is this performing well for me right now or is it underperforming or is it actually overperforming the market? We do a a complimentary analysis for everyone that comes in for a consultation of their retirement funds, To let them know here's exactly what's going on under the hood of your account and if your accounts are under or over or performing correctly.
1: And we're going to squeeze one more question in. How much is a traditional 401k taxed and is it worth it trying to convert into a Roth?
2: Great question. Um, You know, your traditional 401ks are going to be taxed at the ordinary income rate of the time that you receive those funds. So because you've been able to defer the taxes as long as you have had the account, you will not be taxed on it until you take money out of the account. But when you do, it will be taxed at the ordinary income rate of the year that you take it. So whether it's worth trying to convert to a Roth is going to be dependent on your income, right? Because your income is going to determine how high of a tax bracket that you have. But a lot of times when folks retire, before they hit required minimum distribution age, there's typically a lag window, there's a window there where Roth conversions actually make a lot of sense. And we help a a lot of folks do Roth conversions in the years post retirement to where we can have their income lower, we can pay lower tax rates to convert to a Roth and then everything that we convert to a Roth then from then on becomes tax free with gain and all to um, the individual that does the conversion. So yeah, traditional IRAs are taxed at ordinary income rate when you receive funds out of them. But Roth conversions can be a huge benefit to your financial picture. And we help a lot of folks with that. And we'd love to sit down and see if your situation in particular, would allow us to do Roth conversions for you.
1: And the number to call to set up that complimentary consultation with Brittany Hagee, Jay Hagee, and the team at Allon Planning Partners is 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also head over to that's allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Schedule from the website and see some of the great resources that are available on the website. You can get to the YouTube channel. You can see when Brittany and Jay will be on TV and check out some of the podcasts as well. That's AlonPlanning.com, Guys, before we head out, uh, your final thoughts for the week.
2: Yeah, today we covered a lot about financial health and to make sure that you understand it's important to take assessments from time to time to make sure that your financial health is in the right place so that your physical health does not get impacted by that. So we gave you uh, some statistics on that and also some questions to ask. Am I financially healthy? We would ask that everyone go back and take a listen to that if you haven't and say, you know, answer these six questions to see if I am living a place in a place of financial health. And then once you take an evaluation, what can I do about it? We want to make sure that you're investing in yourself and educating yourself and that we can help you with that education to get you to a place to where you can be financially healthy, not just in your day-to-day budget now, but in your retirement funds, in those things, that in your investments, in whatever causing you stress um, at night when you think about uh, you know your financial picture. We want to be able to walk beside you and help uh, you create a better solution to get to financial health in your life. We offer complimentary consultations every week to the first 10 callers at 800-971-4549 and we'll help you walk through the assessments that will show do you have financial health and how can we help you get more healthy as we go.